I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. If I bleed tonight, if I am sad tonight, I don't have a job to Hey everybody, welcome to a brand new episode of the Power Slam podcast here on Patreon a day early or wherever you get your podcasts on Friday. My name is Kenny, joined as always by the one and only, the irreplaceable, Finley Martin. Finn, how are you today? Kenny, I'm good, but I just want to bring something up to begin right. with. Some email communication with a John McKercher who pointed out that you and I have never watched those Steve Williams All Japan and re- watched and reviewed those Steve Williams All Japan matches that we said we were going to watch and review back in 2019 before the pandemic. Uh, I feel like we need to do that for next week's recording. Well, you know, it's funny. We were going to watch them, and then the pandemic happened. And you know there wasn't there wasn't December nineteen. You can't. <laughs> I mean, enough things get blamed on COVID. We can't blame this on COVID. Still watch YouTube during COVID. Uh, no, uh, I. What was going to say? I, yeah, no. I mean, yeah, it totally did slip through the cracks. Well, I'm I'm going to I'm going to put the heat on Finn here though. So I what I 100 take ownership that we didn't watch it. But Finn, if you can send me the videos of what we need to watch, forward me John's email or. Whatever it is we need to watch, I will watch it for next Thursday for our next podcast, um, and we'll talk about it. Because I remember I was saying to Finn uh, before we came on the air that we had we had watched we watched a, an, an old NWA pay per view where Steve Williams was on it because I remember being so 
gobsmacked at how good he was because I hadn't, I'd never seen it before. That could have been the War Games at Great American Bash 1989 when he did the press on Terry Gordy into the roof of the cage. That's it. Yeah, that, that, I think that might be it. We definitely watched something from the late 80s kind of time frame. He was in it because I remember being wowed by him. Um, yeah. Well, we'll either cover the famous Kabashi match with the backdrop driver spot, or we'll cover the famous tag match uh, with Kikuchi uh, versus, I think it was or against Crawford and Furnace, I believe. Or should and, we just should we do both, given it's been three and a half years? Well, I know, Kenny, you've only got a limited attention span. So well, how long are the matches? You. These are two long matches. Well, when you say long, give me a ballpark. We're we talking half an hour? Over 20 minutes. No, you don't know. Do you know what? Let's do both. Because three and a half years, that, that warrants doing both. All right. Okay. So we'll do, we'll, We're going to we'll do, do that. We're going to do it. I'll find I'm going to send them to you today. Yes. We will, we will watch those. And uh, yeah, I hope that uh, I hope that it is enjoyable when you get to listen to it, John. Um Listen, let's dive into the news, Finn. There is lots of news, but you know, I, I, I watched some of AEW Dynamite last night, and I watched the opening segment. I don't know if you had a chance to see it, Finn, with the Jungle Boy. Parts of the show, yes. Yeah, so they, they opened the show with Jungle Boy, Darby Allen, and Sammy Guevara in a promo that the live crowd just were not into. It did not work. And, you know, the kind of, it was the through thread of the night where it was it ended up there's going to be a tournament. Darby Allen's got a bye. Then he was happy that he's got the bye, but he's a babyface. So why is he happy he's got the bye? And then in the end, it's Jungle Boy and Sammy Guevara. And MJF helps cost Jungle Boy the match. And Sammy Guevara's going to help MJF. By, and, by count out. By count out, yeah. And, yeah. and um, but then. So the, Finishes never go down well. No, they do not go down well. And the idea is that Sammy Guevara is. You know, MJF's offering him a lot of money to basically go to Double or Nothing and la- lay down for him. That's the the storyline here. So, I mean, I mean, and we know MJF can trust Sammy Guevara because he's a heel. Yeah, heels trust heels. So, yeah. you know, rather than us sitting here like we could and just kind of, you know, slating the pro, slating that storyline or saying it's not working or whatever, I thought let's take a different approach. MJF is the world champion, one of the top stars in AEW. This feud with these pillars and inverse commas isn't really working out what what would you do with MJF as world champion who would you like to see him in a feud with what would be a better program for him to be in that would showcase all of MJF's strengths and also just feel more like a world title program rather than a kind of shoe horse in thing where they're trying to elevate people and it's just not coming across as organic as they probably would like it was that shoehorned or shoehorsed Shoehorned. Shoehorned. Is it a shoehorsed? <laughs> I don't know. That's what it sounded like. <laughs> oh, so it's the Scottish the Scottish tongue. It can oh, sometimes no. yeah, just you run away. You can't help it, can you, Kenny? You know, there's no need to apologize. <laughs> right. Anyway, thoughts. Well, I mean the thing is, you could say Jeff Hardy, but Jeff just returned last week. He's not proven, needs to re-earn the trust of Tony Khan, the locker room, the fans. So maybe that would send the wrong message. But that's definitely a program I would like to see. Um, yeah, gonna, he is going to be a... talking to the crowd. or He's going to be making his making a return promo on Rampage this week, I believe. Okay. All right. Lot. So I imagine he'll issue some type of 
public apology for letting the company down, letting himself down, letting them down, blah, 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 blah. And then some heels will come out and probably Ethan Page, I would imagine. Um, and then we'll have, you know, the usual sort of beat down. And yeah, we, we know we know what's going to happen. So, I mean, I like the idea of Jeff Hardy versus MGF because I think there'll be a lot of support for it. But I absolutely understand why that's not happening now. Um, we've talked about Sting. I mean, that potentially could take place at Wembley. I mean, we've suggested this previously that that would be a really good match for that show with Sting putting his career on the line against the championship. Um, so beyond that, who's really ready and able and, you know, a baby face that's in a position in who's ready to go? Um I mean, in all honesty, Kenny Omega, there probably would be some interest in that. But, I mean, he's doing the stuff with the Blackpool Combat Club, so he's not available. Um, I mean, I actually like the idea of, well, he, I mean, poor Jeff Jarrett, had he not been brought in as a heel and been put with Jay Lethal in this useless faction, I think there would be mileage in Jeff Jarrett in a, in a title run. I'm not saying you should give Jarrett the belt. Absolutely, he doesn't deserve the belt. He wouldn't want the belt, I don't think. Well, maybe he would, but you know what I mean. I mean, I, mean, I, think, I think if Jeff had to take it for a month, he could handle it. He'd be like, okay, <laughs> why not? <laughs> but that, I mean, I think Jarrett versus MGF would be golden, but Jarrett's a heel. It's the wrong role for him at this point in his career. Yeah. I mean, he's contributing nothing to the overall product in this union with Jay Lethal and Sanjay Dutt. It's, it's just it's just useless. Um, I mean, who else is there? I mean, really? And this is the problem. And how many other sort of big-name faces are there right now? I mean, Hangman Adam Page? I mean, is there really an appetite for that? He's been there before. It didn't really work. And he's also in this, you know, storyline with the Blackpool Combat Club, isn't he? So, I mean, that doesn't really work either. Um, it kind of it kind of feels like the only the, the person the only person for now for double or nothing has to be kind of Darby Allen. But yeah. it feels like the weird thing is because not on last night's program, but last week's program, I really enjoyed Darby Allen's promo where he talked about mental health and he talked about, you know, what it does to you and fame and how fleeting, you know, your career is and all that. And that to me was way more interesting than any of this kind of four pillar chat. Because it's like, yeah, all these guys or the the challengers, Sammy, Jungle Boy, and Darby are are kind of the next level of talent they want to try and make bigger. Yeah, but like I don't. If you weren't talking to an AEW fan, you were just talking to like a I don't know somebody who covers wrestling objectively, or whatever. And you went, okay, tell me who you think the four pillars of AEW are. I don't know if they would come up with. I think MGF would be in it. Yeah, he. I don't think I, any of the other three. The other three would be mentioned. A push, maybe Darby would be mentioned. Maybe he, there's lots of people who are much bigger names than him who contribute more to the product than he does. I mean, I, I like Darby, I think he's very talented. As I've said before, he needs to tone down that reckless stuff if he wants to have a long career uh, and to have quality of life post wrestling. But I mean, it's up to him if he wants to wreck himself, that's his choice. Um, I mean, Jeff would be having a word with him at this point, going, Look, you know, this doesn't end well if, exactly. you, if you do this. This style, so I mean, the good news for Darby is he, he wrestles infrequently, so you know, maybe he feels like, Well, I don't wrestle that often, it's not like he's wrestling four times a week, so I feel like I need to go all out in the few matches that I do have. 
But still, and the fact that the guy's over, he doesn't need to do the things he does. I mean, fair enough, if he wants to do it on a pay-per-view, I can understand that, but not on TV. There's just no need for it. Um, but I mean, yeah, someone like Christian Cage, I think would have been a really good opponent for MGF as well, but he's a heel. So, I mean, you've got all these veterans who are on the same side of the fence as MGF. So they can't wrestle MJF. And Christian Cage is going into presumably into a feud with Wardlaw. Now Wardlaw's re- regained the TNT title. Um, he came out afterwards, didn't he? So mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. There's, there's, it's, even though there's a lot of talent in uh, AEW, I mean, a lot of them just don't feel like stars. And a lot of them are not in, they're not on the road to, become, to, to becoming stars. So I think, I don't really understand the booking of a lot of AEW and I certainly don't understand this business with MGF and these, you know, other three so-called pillars. And I think it's part of the reason why ratings have been under 900,000 viewers for the last, I think it's three weeks now, isn't it, Kenny? The last three three weeks have been under 900,000? Yeah, yeah. and I think a lot of it is to do with like, you know, I mean, this is not the same thing because I think MGF is a much more dynamic performer than Triple H in 2002, 2003. But it's like when Triple H was the champion, the the booking um, was basically made that nobody was on his level. And therefore, it was like it was quite hard to like get behind anybody or or, or whatever. And in AEW, it's like MGF's such a big personality. He's yeah. such a big, overwhelming personality that you have to swim with him or you immediately sink. But you, you have to. And so few people, it's like, I know, I mean, I'm not bringing up CM Punk because I'm part of a CM Punk fan club or anything, but. I think when we you remember the CM Punk and MJF stuff that was so good, or the Cody and MJF stuff, it was because Cody and Punk could could hang with MJF. Jericho could hang with one promos, not not in the ring, but in promos he could. And I just think that we need people who can can hang with them. And I don't know, and like you say, probably for the next six months if they concentrate on having veterans face them while they're getting these other people ready, yeah, then that might not be the worst idea. Um, to... Exactly, and that would be actually a really good storyline leading into the Wembley Stadium show. Yeah, uh, yep. with MGF taking out all these veterans, and at the end of the line is Sting, and um, you know with Sting putting his career up, and I'd be all for making Sting world champion for four weeks. I mean, as I've said previously, I mean Brian Danielson should have beaten MGF at the last pay per view in that one hour Ironman match. It was a stipulation that Danielson chose. He lost, he was humiliated, and he had to turn heel. And um, I just don't feel like the Blackpool Combat Club, they just don't feel like top guys anymore. Danielson doesn't, even though he's still, you know, the best guy in the company, he's, to me, he's irreparably damaged by what happened at that pay-per-view. And now he's got to be a villain because he lost to to the ultimate villain in the company. So... How could he be a babyface character there anymore? He couldn't. So we are now in this position where we're heading towards presumably blood and guts between the elite and um, Blackpool Combat Club because they haven't mentioned it yet, have they? No, not yet. I did. I did actually really like uh, Takashita being Takeshita, sorry, being uh, involved in the on the elite side because it kind of puts him in there with something that's kind of important on the show and kind of can be a way to kind of try and start rebuilding him towards, uh, you know, 
feeling more like a thing. Because, you know, there's been the Don Callis thing with him for a while. Yeah. Under. So, yeah, I think involving him is a good way to kind of involve somebody who needs that uh, rub from people. So Yeah, I'm a, I'm a few, I'm a big fan of him. I think he's a real, an amazing talent. And um, he, um, I think he could do a lot. But, I mean, we'll see. We'll see how this goes. We'll see where Riff this is. Riff is in the pudding, as they say. Yeah, um, but he's he's definitely a very talented guy. And um, I think there's a lot that he can do against Danielson. They've already had a match, haven't they, on TV, Danielson? and Yes, Takeshita, yeah, they have had a match on TV. So he's, That he's... was in the run-up to the MJF match, wasn't it? I think yeah. it was the last person that Danielson had to beat in order to qualify for the uh, match at Revolution. I think it was, wasn't it? I think it was, yeah. They, um, it was one, one, of the, one of the people anyway, wasn't it? Yeah, so they, they, they did definitely face off. Um, Gable Stevenson is apparently getting back into amateur wrestling. He is it appears not going to be anytime soon turning up in WWE. This is not a huge surprise to us because we saw that he just didn't seem to have the... Instincts the, for it. The, I was going to say je ne sais quoi, but yeah, the instincts. He doesn't seem to have them. I mean, yeah, it's it's not a very surprising piece of news. No, it's not. And it's probably best for all concerned, all involved. Uh, it doesn't feel to me like it's working. He's been training for a long time and he um, he doesn't appear to be getting it from what we've seen and from what we've heard. Um, there's been quite a few reports since he started training the WWE system that he's, he's not progressing very quickly. Um, and maybe his heart's still in the amateur world. Presumably it is if he's returning to it. Mm-hmm. And if it is, maybe that's the block here, that he's not really committed and focused on pro wrestling because he feels like there's, you know, he has unfinished business in the amateur world. So um, I think it's the right move for him. And, you know, we'll see if he returns to the WWE training system. Um, also probably doesn't help him that, somebody like Logan Paul came in and just immediately was this, you know, I don't, I don't know what you call him, just an, an anomaly of somebody who can come in and just it just gets it. Yeah. Stevenson just, when he, when he did that appearance, what was the appearance he did when he came out and he was, he helped... Kurt Paul Angle, was, wasn't he? He made an appearance yeah. with Angle. Yeah, and he helped beat up Alpha Academy and none of it looked, it just, it did not look good, what he was doing. Yeah. And it, um, like, Stevenson's there, like looking in the camera, isn't it? It's like, <laughs> like something from a bad comedy sketch. Don't look in the camera. You know, it's like, you know, it's like <laughs> from the office or something, isn't it? From 20 odd years ago. It's like you know, this awkward moment where this person who's on camera is behaving like an ordinary member of the public. He's like, there's a camera there, look. <laughs> it's like a Father Ted moment, wasn't it? Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, so uh, up next in the, the news stories, Goldberg is very annoyed that Vince McMahon did not adhere to their handshake agreement of giving him a send-off match uh, after losing to Roman Reigns. Um, and Goldberg is planning to have a retirement match, potentially self-promoting a multi-date retirement tour. So Finn, if Goldberg was having his, his retirement tour, he was doing four shows, and one of them came to the UK and he sent you a ticket through the post. Would you be tempted to attend? Well, maybe if it was at Lancaster Town Hall. 
it's not very big. So I would imagine it would have to be a larger venue than that. I love, the, I love the idea that like Steve Austin came back and did a WWE match, or The Rock has come back and did it. You know, none of them have thought, oh, I'll self-promote one, one of these matches. Because... They know. They know they, the futility of this, don't yeah. they? And it's like, you know, because I think one of the places he's talked about is India. And I remember, and I don't, this sounds like I'm being really shady and I don't, I don't mean it to come across that way if it does. But I remember when we were doing the tour in 2017 and he was really good to work with. I have nothing bad to say about him whatsoever. He was a really nice guy, if just intense and paranoid in some ways about stuff. Um, but he was talking about how he's loved in India, like loved, and we should maybe do a Q&A tour in India. And I was like, I mean, I just wouldn't know where to begin in terms yeah. of logistically putting that together. Also, it's like, I, obviously, people in India would understand the English language, but that's, you know, it's a stretch to do, you know, how, are they going to understand me? Um, Probably so, not. All right. Put the boot in. Um, but he, uh, yeah, he's, I, I think he's, he's always had a, a bit of a soft spot for India, so. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. We just well, you know, if he can find someone to put the money up and promote a show over there with him as a headliner, I mean, good for him and good for all. The, I mean, there'll be um, probably dozen, fifteen, maybe even more wrestlers on the undercard. There'll be people who they'll need to hire to run the show for him. So it'll be a good gig probably for a lot of people who are involved. So if he can find someone to put the money up, good for him. Um, He'll give you a bill for Fancy. <laughs> for one night only. Hopefully, he'll be able to fill a larger venue than Ashton Hall at Lancaster Town Hall. <laughs> well, we, we wish Bill all the success in his uh, attempt at a retirement match. I'd say maybe South Lakeland, uh, maybe the Leisure Centre in Kendall. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Play that uh, there. Well, it's. I mean, the thing is, I don't really know what's going on with with Goldberg. I mean. Might not be the worst time though for Tony Khan to reach out to because if he's desperate to do something, yeah, and he's desperate to finish up his career in a way that's not the loss to Roman Reigns, um, you know, I mean Goldberg's not a bad booking for Wembley if you can get no. that good, right? No, no, I mean maybe, yeah, maybe if ticket sales, if they only sell like we talked about this when they announced the show, I mean if yes. they're struggling to sell more than twenty five thousand tickets, then that will probably be the moment when they say we need to call Goldberg because he's going to ship tickets. He just will. Yeah. So, um, 
So, I mean, yeah, I mean, he just needs to be patient and maybe that opportunity will arise and uh, he'll get a nice payday. He won't have the hassle of having to organize his own show or, you know, working up potentially working with people that he doesn't know and who've never run shows before. I mean, that's the problem, isn't it? If he does this four day retirement tour, who who promotes it? Who runs it? You know, it's a difficult business, you know, running shows and getting everything right, isn't it? Yeah, you know, I mean, it's, it's 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 a tough proposition to do. I mean, I I respect the gusto of him, kind of, because I do think. I mean, in t- if 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 we take all of our sort of like Goldberg jabs we have for fun sometimes out of the out of the equation, you know, I do understand that the match here with Roman Reigns in Saudi was not particularly memorable. And is not one that you're going to sort of say, oh, that was a great retirement match or whatever, or last one. So I understand wanting to do one more, but it's just, it depends what he's going to want to do. If, if he comes to AEW, we've, I mean, we've talked about this as well, haven't we? He can't come in and just squash somebody. And if he does, then it can't be MD of, of any real note because what would they, but then you get maybe somebody's just a big WCW fan from back in the day and they say, oh, yeah, put me on the Goldberg for two minutes. I'll yeah. take all his moves, but I don't know if that would shift tickets. You know, you'd. you'd... I mean, I think he would do as a nostalgia thing, but I mean, as we said at the time, if they do do Sting MJF, could it potentially overshadow that, or maybe actually it could enhance that? And if Sting were to defeat MJF, Goldberg could then come out at the end and congratulate Sting, and that might be quite a moment. And all the locker room comes out and. That would would actually be a, a really big deal, and you know, they did the you know the Bret Hart WrestleMania ten thing where you know baby faces put Sting on their shoulders. You know, I think something like that would be a, a, a you know you know really quite a moving end to a show at that stadium at that venue with MGF selling it in the aisle. You know, raging that he lost, and that could then lead to a rematch, which I think lots of people would be interested in, and MGF would regain and. You know, everyone makes out and, you know, everyone's enhanced in some way and everyone makes money and tickets are sold. And it's, you know, fun, feel-good ending to the show with Goldberg involved. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. But, I mean, if I were Goldberg, I think I would be patient and I would see how, you know, AEW's ticket sales go for London. And if they're struggling, I think he will then, his value is going to increase and I'm not saying he could name his own price, but I'm sure he could. It would be a very healthy payday for him. And um, he would get to work with a company that knows how to run shows. He doesn't have stress of dealing with people that he's never worked with before. I realize he's not worked with Tony Khan before, but there's people involved with AEW that he's going to know and he's going to trust on some level. Um, and he knows they're going to be good for the money. Um, and, you know, it'd be very well produced in a huge setting. And I think that would be a fitting way for him to go out. That yeah. would be my advice to Bill. Indeed. Um, and then just to finish off, I did want to talk to you about uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, who done an interview with Sports Illustrated, and he kind of talked about why he didn't wrestle this year because he just didn't have the time and he was filming something. He didn't want to do something that would be disappointing to people compared to what happened last year. It was obviously a good move for him. But he did have more stuff to say about the... And, and it was about the... Roman Reigns Cody Rhodes match I want to read you what he said Finn, and get your analysis of his comments so here's what Austin said he said um, about that match about Reigns defeating Rhodes he said I'm going all in 
to me, they just got it right. I was wondering how they were going to do this match. They built it perfectly. I told my wife, I think they're going 30 minutes. They ended up going just over 34. And it was a classic. I loved it and I wouldn't have changed a thing. I texted a couple of people who were involved and I sent a one-word text. Magnificent. And he goes on to say, I loved the finish. I loved all of it. Roman is so good right now. The story was there. Cody coming back from injury. Coming into the fold after he left AEW and put himself in the position he's in now. Overcoming all this adversity as part of one of the most famous wrestling families that's ever been in the business and trying to finish the stories against Roman. I watched both nights of WrestleMania 39 very intently. To me, you can't take that belt off Roman right now. You want to get it to Cody somehow, some way, sometime, but now's not the time. Um, and regarding the ending, he said, just think about that finish. I thought it was definitely the, the right call. I love the outside interference. You didn't know what was coming next. That spikes the throat for me. It was money. So that was Austin's analysis of why he thinks it was the right move for Cody to not win the WrestleMania. What do you make of Austin's comments? I, at the time, I would have disagreed with them. I would have disagreed with that because I felt like that should have been Cody's night. I thought it would have been Cody's night. And I think, like I've just been saying about Phil, good finish with potentially, you know, Goldberg and Sting and Wembley and AEW. Um I thought WrestleMania was going to be the night on which Roman Reigns was finally defeated and lost those belts. Uh, obviously, he wasn't, and Reigns retained after Solo Sokoa interfered, and you know it was a cheap finish, but that's how Roman Reigns wins. I thought the match was a classic as well. I thought it was the best match of the WrestleMania weekend. Um, on reflection, I thought it was so well put together um, and just a deserving main event. I just thought it was... You know, a real triumph. And now, here we are, what are we now? Three weeks on from nearly from WrestleMania. Uh It does feel like it was the right decision. Um, I wouldn't be saying these words, Kenny, had the crowd turned on Cody Rhodes on the Raw the night after he'd lost to Roman Reigns. Uh I would be saying, disaster! What (laughs) have you done to this man? You've just ruined him. And the fact that the audience do not view, or most members of the audience at least, do not view Cody Rhodes as a loser and a failure for not vanquishing Roman Reigns um, tells me that it was actually the right decision. Um, Now, what happens next, I don't know. But there's definitely still a lot of value in Roman Reigns as champ. And I understand why they left the belts on him because he's still drawing, he's still relevant, He's still really over people and most people, I know some people are sick of him, but most people are not. Look at the numbers. People are, most people are still into Roman Reigns as champ. So do you take the belts off a guy who still has more to give in that role? And that's Steve Austin's view. No, you don't. Steve Austin is looking at that. That's the reason he's come to this conclusion that he feels that Roman Reigns as champ you know, he's still a top man. So don't take the belts off him until he's reached a point where he's no longer productive in that role. That's, I think, Austin's... Those are Austin's reasons for arriving at this conclusion, that he feels like Reigns, he's still the guy. And he is. You know, he's just still the man. So don't take the belts off him when he's still delivering. Um, But yeah, I'm I'm inclined to to agree with Austin. I think I think it was the right decision. Uh, I might I might change my mind when we find out who Reigns 
actually loses the belts to. Um, I'm not sure that's going to be. Maybe it will be Cody Rhodes at some point down the line. I don't know. Um, but I'm, I can understand why Austin has reached, you know, that that determination or that judgment that yeah, it was the right call to leave the belts on Roman Reigns. What do you think of it, Kenny? Yeah, I think I'm kind of somewhere in the middle. I think that I, I think that with a couple of weeks gone and, and what Cody's done since, like you say, that gives promise to it. And I think that it's, you know, Roman's definitely still the top star. I think what it's going to come down to is, and I I, I don't really know the analogy to make. I was trying to find an analogy for this yesterday. It, you know, the idea is you want to make it hotter and hotter and hotter and then get it at the right point to finish it. And they've they had a really good point at WrestleMania to maybe do it. But then also Lance Storm had made a good point, which I didn't think about when I heard it. I was like, it's a very... It's valid where he said, you know, Cody Rhodes is never going to have a bigger story in his career than winning the title that his family never could. He's never going to have a bigger story than that. So if you do it straight away, what else has he got to do? Yeah. Like he'll be champ and he'll, he'll have good challengers, he'll have good programs. But like if you give that away straight away, then, you know, maybe maybe you're leaving money on the table that could be there if you give him another six months or a year of chasing and you know having obstacles put in his way that he overcomes yeah. I, I do hope he's the one to end it only because I can't really see anyone else who could end it apart from The Rock and that obviously gives me nightmares so because <laughs> to me I think that if 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 Cody was to beat Roman and win the title and then Roman does the Rock match yeah and you get the who's the head of the table thing I think it would just be so much better because we talked about this before. If they had done Rock and Roman, if Rock wins, how does he drop it? You know, can you imagine if Rock won the title and then he just like relinquished it and retired? I mean, what a crock that would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. I mean, if if Rock, I mean, the thing about Rock, Roman Reigns is you've got to look at the big picture now, is that this sale to endeavors going through, you've got a lot of people who just do not care about wrestling but know who Dwayne Johnson is, know who The Rock is, and they are marks for The Rock because he's a huge star. Mm-hmm. Now, if he returns to WWE, the ratings are going to go up considerably. They just are, at least for the first week. There's going to be all this information sharing on social media, you know, which they're all gaga for. Oh, we got the most hits for this, the most blah, blah, blah. You know, that's what mm-hmm. it's all about to them, isn't it? Yeah. It's the numbers. They don't care about customer satisfaction for wrestling fans. They don't care about that at all. It's just all about numbers. So if Rock returns and he does this program with Roman Reigns, it's going to be massive. And that's possibly what they're thinking right now, that this is what they want to do. Because if they do that shortly after the share, the sale is, you know, goes through, it's late, later in the year, isn't it? The whole thing's going to be approved. and Second half of the year, yeah. Yeah. So Endeavour will be owners by the end of 2023. So if you get Rock in for a huge payday, you know, in time for Royal Rumble to lead to WrestleMania, I mean, that's just going to, that's like, you know, orgasmic material, isn't it, for these people? You know? yeah. <laughs> that's just like, and that's just, you know, if Vince can deliver that and they can just make that work and then Reigns drops the belts to to the Rock... I mean, just look at the numbers. Look at all the you know 
tweets and Instagram likes and, you know, YouTube views and et cetera, et cetera. And that's why I'm sort of leaning towards, you know, trying to accept that this is where it's all going to go for those reasons, because it will deliver the numbers. And that's what the new owners will want from WWE numbers on social media, numbers in terms of, you know, stock price, numbers in terms of ratings, numbers in terms of all these different things, metrics, you know, so they just sit there and pour over numbers and that will deliver those numbers. Do you think so, if Rock do you think if Rock does win the title, do you think he, he would he would actually drop it to someone or do you think he would just Yeah, I think he'd drop it to Cody Rhodes. I think he'd do that. I mean that'd be a huge match if they did do that. You know, if they did, you know, Rock wins it and then Cody beats him. Um, that would be a huge kind of double whammy. So we'll see. We'll see what they come up with. But yeah. Um, anyway, that's all the time we've got for today. We will be back for an overrun later this weekend on Patreon. And uh, yeah, we hope you enjoy your weekend. Um, and yeah, we will we'll be back next week. Um, you can still pick up a copy of issue 31 of Inside the Ropes magazine with the Vince Russo interview, the Jake Roberts <laughs> interview. Um, two very different styles of interviews given the guests where well, one guest complete delusion <laughs> and, one... yeah. and, what, and what about that news Kenny about WH Smith opening 120 new stores yes I saw it's great news 120 WH Smith stores opening which could mean that the mag could be in more, more WH Smith shops and you think I mean I'm not going to go as far as to say it's going to be like vinyl but you know vinyl came back in vinyl came back into fashion you know people have got record players now and they buying yep. vinyls and everything so you know the, the the physical magazine might be something that people want back you know because if, i mean to me i'm old school i just i don't like reading things on an ipad i specifically don't have an ipad because i just don't i like the physical thing but um yeah it's good to see w smith open more stores and hopefully that'll translate to a few more stores taking the magazine absolutely yeah i mean Let's face it. I mean, ITR magazine probably deserves some of the credit for all this, Kenny. Let's. <laughs> I mean, some of those covers you've put together, Finn, some of the interviews we've had, you know, we've, I mean, we've been, we've been very lucky to have such a strong group of writers on the mag who are doing different things and giving different approaches and stuff. So, yeah, I, I encourage you, if you've not picked up a copy of the magazine, because I know it sounds like I have to say it's good, right? Because obviously... It's me, but every month when I get these, you know, so what will happen is I'll proofread all the articles right before they they go to print and stuff. And every month I'll I'll sort of get to the end and go, that was so much stuff for one issue, so much. And if I'm thinking that, then that's ho- hopefully be a good thing for people who are reading it. So that's a hard sell. Yeah, um, no, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean the, the magazine's doing well. We don't need to get the hard sell, but the hard sell it is. <laughs> exactly and the next issue will be on sale next thursday which is april 27th yes a week today issue 32 so do either pre-order at insideropesmagazine.com or go to wh smith next thursday and buy a copy so uh, thank you very much for listening everybody appreciate all the support and we'll talk to you soon
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.